Hello and welcome to the Tony Daily with me, Tony Kent. It is the podcast that invites you to come find yourself so you can listen to this and say, thank God for that, it's not just me. And I can speak to you and say, no, it's not just you, it is also me. So let me just message Sarish and say, thanks Sarish, that's all. Now, Sarish is a person Hang on, I'm going to misspell their name, and maybe it's their name uh, that's so helpful. Um, They are um, on the web chat for National Deadline, and they've been mega, mega helpful. Now, you may ask, why am I on a web chat to National Deadline? And I will tell you why, because I was feeling furious when I first went to record this episode, uh, then I went to record it again. I felt even more furious because my podcasting app wasn't working properly. So I'm recording this as a voice note, which I really hope does upload properly. Otherwise, I'll be livid. So um, let's let's go back in time a little bit and then I will come on to my lovely national deadline person. Um, last night, pub. Pub was heaving on a Wednesday. Well, hang on. Not quite heaving. But here is a weird thing. There were four people from my road there. Bearing in mind, there's only about 14 houses on this road. Um, And it's not that it's that exclusive. It's just a small road. Uh, None of us had arranged to go together. And we were like, oh, hello, you're in here. And we ended up having a drink with our neighbours, which was well nice. And we haven't done that impromptu in that way for years. So it felt very bizarre to be at our local and particularly busy on a Wednesday and to see a load of our neighbours in there. So that was nice. So I had a lovely time at the local. Apart from the chair, it was extremely uncomfortable. You know when the seat's gone, like the seat was knackered, but the new owners are doing great stuff, working really hard. So that's nice to see. You can see that their efforts are paying off. So I had that and then... Uh, woken up in the night by Luna Boona, who had a runny tummy. Uh, bless her, she asked me to let out. Spoke to my friend, realised need to keep the dog off of food for 24 hours. So it says, and we checked with a couple of vets' websites, where it says starve the dog for 24 hours, and that makes you feel like a bad person. So no breakfast or dinner for Luna Luna Chicken Boona just to see if we can reset her tummy, and I hope to God that we can, because I can't be woken up like two or three times again in the night. Um, So needless to say, after a lovely few drinks down the pub, I didn't feel quite so lovely being woken up at five to one in the morning, and again at 4am. But anyway, I got out for a very nice walk with Vinny today. Then I went to see my sister, which was lovely, at East Rock Park in Basingstoke. And it reminded me how important it is that we have community spaces. And it's just the sort of place where if you take pet lunch, it's free. So you just wander along, get the bus, start right in the town centre. It's a great big pool for the kids to get out of paddling pool to kick about in. And then there's boating lake, which is about, I don't know, I don't know what it is, five pounds maybe, to hire a pedalo or a rowing boat. Um, but a, and great parks, well maintained, toilets not so great but you know two public toilets serving a lot of people it's going to be a bit um 
challenging on the nose, shall we say, but it had definitely been cleaned. Um, so that was lovely. And then I got this letter and I had glanced at it this morning and then I phoned one of my brothers. I said, did you get one of these? And as I was on the phone to him, he received one and it says special delivery. And the name on the front of the envelope was obviously a legal firm. And I thought, hmm, I wonder what this is. So let me tell you what this is. This is a law firm writing to me on behalf of their client saying, your dead mother owes us money <laughs> and you have failed to answer our previous letters. And let me tell you, not only have I answered their previous letters, I have told them on more than one occasion that my dead mother left no estate. So good luck with that. And at first I thought, oh yeah, yeah, but you know, letter, reply to it, stick it in a drawer, whatever. And then my brother was telling me what his contained and I thought, I don't know if mine contained that, but it does. And you know when you think, um, when someone has died and you are hearing from uh, official agencies, and I hear this a lot where people have all sorts of terrible difficulties when um, a parent has died or if they've got a parent where they need to have power of attorney because... Um, for example, they have um, Alzheimer's, so they no longer have the um, ability to make their own informed consent, and they get treated really badly by pre-populated letters, processes that aren't checked by humans. And this letter, now, bearing in mind that a year after my mother died, let's check the date, they wrote to me and I said, she's dead. And there is no money and also I was not involved with any of the death administration because we were estranged and if you want to know more about that um, do listen to the tell me on a Sunday kind of compilation where I talk about that estrangement process so uh, I told them then and then they wrote again two years after she died and I said to them you know how we spoke before yeah I, I just want to confirm the position there is no money and she has died and uh, that is the end of that. And then I get a letter today that says the trustees are legally obliged to administer blah 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 but it contains some threats which include taking legal steps and maybe a court judgment and we could seek to have you made bankrupt by a court. Where do these people get off? So I thought this cannot be, this cannot be right. And I checked with the National Debt Line and they said, no, you're not liable for the estate, for the debts of a dead person if there is no estate. And I thought, oh, thank God for that, because I thought I was going mad. But it is just the, um, I don't know what the right word is. I mean, I think I'm fairly resilient and... I guess we all get to deal with these sort of letters, you know, throughout our lives, part of being a human being. Sometimes you get stinky letters. But I did think, I've spoken to you twice about this. My position is very clear. And you've written to me again. And so I thought I would just check that I haven't gone mad. And they're lovely to come back to the person at the beginning of the call. The lovely person 
And it's not only um, considerate in that I'm sorry to hear this has happened to you. They said, here is a templated letter that you can use that we think will help you bring this to a close. And that's what you want, isn't it? Got it off a web chat. Oh my God, I wonder if it's AI. I'll be annoyed if it is in a way, but happy on the other hand, <laughs> I've got my answer. So um, what do I hope for you? Well, and let's not end on it. Well, we didn't end on a downer because I had received the help that I needed at the time that I needed it. And it was very swift and it is currently, at the time of recording, 20 past seven. And I wasn't sure that I'd be able to speak to somebody, but I have. So the positive is that a person or a web chatbot, I don't know, I like to think it's a person, made me feel happier, more comfortable after getting a smelly letter that was probably just auto-generated. Hmm, maybe there's a reason why this law firm's name rhymes with knackers. Um, anyway, what do I hope for you? I hope you get a lovely day tomorrow. I hope if you get a smelly letter that you are able to take a moment and go, I'm sure that I'm in the right on this and that everything will be okay. And the nasty things that this firm is suggesting won't happen. So that's what I hope for you. Um, I mean, it's all material, isn't it? Uh, if you enjoy the podcast, please give it a share around. I will be back with you tomorrow.